Now when you look at me this morning, you see someone that, first of all, loves you, but has failed you, never meant to. And I have failed the Lord, never meant to. We all fail at times, okay? But God is still good. He's still our Father. The Lord's still our Savior. He still forgives us. He still has mercy on us. And He teaches us to love and forgive one another. You know, serving God, the most wonderful thing about serving the Lord is the amount of love that He places in your heart. That was my biggest eye-opening experience that I had with God. I think I said this last week. When he saved me, this just tremendous amount of love filled my heart. And uh, I failed the Lord in a lot of ways. Like I said, I never meant to. But I'm human and so are you. Okay? But we got to get past that. I told a person here just the other day, I said, we got to forgive ourselves and go on. Amen. Just like God has forgiven us. Amen? Because if we keep bringing those things back up that's in our heart and in our life, it will hinder our movement toward doing what God would have us to do. Yeah. So, uh, the Lord has us all here today to help us and to strengthen us in his word and through his love and his teaching. And uh, just re realize, whether it's in your family or in your church family or even with your neighbors or when you go to town, things ain't always going to go the way that you like sometimes. Very seldom ever does, really. You know why that? Because we're so hard to please, right? We sort of think, well, it's all about me, but it's not about you and it's not about me. It's about God. And that's, that's who I want to please. And if I can please Him, that's my heart's desire. I want to try to please you, and I'll do the best that I can. But like the old preacher said, if you got itchy ears, I'm not one of the preachers you want to hear because I ain't going to preach what you want to hear necessarily, but if you're saved, you will want to hear it. But I'm going to preach what thus saith the word of God. He said, heaven and earth shall pass away, but his word shall never pass away. What are you in need of today? Well, you and I both are in need of a lot of things in our life. First of all, we need to get closer to the Lord, every one of us. Everybody agree with that? Uh, we need to be strong in the Lord. We need to, you heard the song, God's been good. And all the things we have to praise Him for. God, listen, just a reminder. Michael, he don't, there's no separation between me and you with God because God loves me and you the same. 
And so you're the same way. God loves y'all just as much as he loves me, but he loves me as much as he loves y'all. Just bringing out a few things that sometimes we seem to forget that God loves us all equally and the same. He's a just God. And uh, God don't take sides. He stands on the truth. Amen? Uh, Sometimes I want him to side with me and sometimes you want him to side with you but it goes against the word of God and Danny Thornton said uh, God don't have recess there's no recess with God just like the man who come in and asked the preacher he said well preacher I want to ask you a question how do you and your church lean and he said let me make something clear to you, son. says, we don't lean. We stand. He told him, he said, well, we sort of lean to the left a little bit. Well, we don't lean to the left or the right. We stand on the Word of God. I just don't lean to the right or I don't lean to the left. I stand. Amen? And that's what he wants us all to do is to stand upon his Word, to stand upon the truth. What is the truth? I've done ask Marty to pray and ask God's blessing over the reading of the word, but I want to back up because this was something I was already going to teach on. <clears throat> it's found in 1 Thessalonians chapter 4 and in verse 9. But as touching brotherly love, we need not Paul says, you need not that I write unto you. I don't, I mean, I don't have to tell you. Paul said, I don't have to write it to you. I don't have to tell you, but I'm going to. It says, but as touching brotherly love, you need not that I write unto you, for ye, your, for ye yourselves are taught of God. You're taught of God to love one another. That's the first thing God taught me, Sharon, was how to love. I used to think I knew how to love, but I didn't. I used to think I loved my wife, but I didn't. And I loved my mama and my daddy, but I didn't, not the way that God showed me how to love them. And so he, he taught me what true love is. True love comes from God because God is love. Now I love with compassion. I love with works. <laughs> I, I, I love with prayer. I, I love with helping others. I mean, his love covers everything that's ever needed in my life and yours too. When I go to the workplace, Joshua, do not, do not I, I love there and try to love and try my best to be good to you and others. And Sometimes he may not agree with what I asked him to do, but he don't, he don't say nothing to me if he don't. He just goes on and does it. That's what we're supposed to do. Okay? 
because we've been taught of God to love one another. That love means to respect one another and to hold one another up highly and esteem one another, you know, through God's love. Love is of God, and you can't make nothing else out of God. But God is a God to be feared. He taught us about love because love, the Bible says, is the principal thing. Well, don't say, well, preacher, I already know these things. Well, you not, might know all these things, but I'm just going to remind you today because it's what the Spirit of God placed in my heart to do was to bring out what is love. Love will cause you to deny yourself. Love will cause you to go into places that you never dreamed of going to help someone else. Love will cause you to go the extra mile. Love will cause you to care for people that other people don't care about. I can sit down and watch a show that touches my heart, and tears are going to rolling out of my face, down my eyes, out of my eyes, down my face. Because I love what doing right is all about. I love that. It touches my heart. It touches my life. It, and the Lord said, cast all you care upon him, for he cared for you. So, And the Bible said that God so loved us, now that was a lot of love. You two have two girls. God never asked you to take them like he did Abraham for a sacrifice, has he? That'd be hard to do, wouldn't it? Most parents couldn't do it. I probably couldn't do it. Now, I could give up my, myself to God, but how could I give up one of them? I love them so much. But I love God enough that I can give up myself to God. That's what true love is, you know. And I would die for you if I had to. But you see... All is well and good when it's done in love. Bible tells us we have hope only when most miserable. But faith with love. You said up here this morning, Caleb, what was your favorite? chapter in the Bible love charity meaning love shall hide a multitude of sins that's my favorite scripture because it's what changed my life it's what set me on the course that I'm on today was the love of God was shed abroad in my heart and I have shed abroad to others that same love that he's ministered unto me. That's been the joy of my salvation is loving others. And that's where the joy of your salvation is. Here's what the Bible says about that. More, <laughs> It's more blessed to give 
than it is to receive. Paula, don't you like to give good gifts and don't you like to be a blessing to your children or, or to your family or to your neighbors? And we all think about Brent and we all think about Joanne and, and we think about all the others that's sick and we think about Donna and, and, and those that have struggled and went through a lot of things. And, and brother, our heart goes out. And so we let them know that we love them and care for them. We visit them. We try to do things. And we always say, you know, if there's anything I can do, right? Why do we say that? Because God placed the love in your heart. And love is a wonderful thing. But the devil would try to rob us of that love. When we're taught of God, I don't even have to teach you. From the day you got saved, Tommy, you were taught of God through the Holy Spirit of God to love your fellow man, right? To love your family. You love them with a greater love now than you ever have, right? I know I do. Because I was taught of God to love. And so the true teaching... And the true meaning of love comes from God. And God shared his love with us. For God so loved us that he gave his only begotten son. That's what he means by the world. You. So he shared his love. And it's meant for us to share that same love. So he says... We're taught to love one another, and indeed you do it toward all. All the brethren which are in Macedonia, but we beseech you, brethren, that you increase more and more. Increase in what? In love. In understanding. And how to cope, and how to deal, and how to apply that love. We have to be taught how to love like God. I, I quoted this the other day. The Lord said, Peter, you love me? He said, yes, Lord. Well, feed my sheep. Peter, do you love me? Second time. Lord, you know I love you. I just told you I love you. He said, well, feed my lambs. Third time he asked him. Peter, do you love me? Lord, I love you. I love you, Lord. He said, well, feed my sheep. You feed them love. You, you feed them with love. Just like I fed you with love. Just like I cared for you, you care for them. You feed them with love. And if you'll feed them with love, Peter, they'll go with you anywhere. And if, and if God feeds us with love, we'll follow him anywhere, right? Why do we follow him? Because we know that he loves us and he taught us what true love is. Love is of God. 
Love has no respect to person. God loves us all. God loves the sinner. That's why he said pray for the sinner that they might get saved. Amen. That they could have a new life and a more abundant life. <clears throat> Love shall hide a multitude of sin. A multitude, that means a whole, whole bunch, don't it? A whole lot. A ship full, a train full, a football field full. It'll just be took care of like that. That's what love will do. That's what true love will do. I ain't talking about Butch's love the way Butch used to love before he got saved, or you before you got saved. I'm talking about the love that shed abroad, that he put in my heart, that I have shed abroad. When they stand up here and sing, <clears throat> with the love that's in their heart, they're not up here singing for themselves. They're not up here singing for me and you. They're up here to sing for the Lord. That's what... Our responsibility is we do it. Jesus said, I was hungry, you fed me not. I was in prison, you visited me not. I was naked, you clothed me not. Lord, when did we see you do these things? He said, when you've done it unto the least, you've done it unto me. Love is of God. Indeed, and indeed you do it. Toward all. That ain't one or two or some or them over yonder, right? That's all. That covers everything. To all the brethren which are in all Macedonia. But we beseech you, brethren, that ye increase more and more and that ye study to be quiet. Amen? You know why he said study to be quiet? Because he said every idle word comes out of our mouth we're going to have to stand giving account for. Amen? Right. Amen? Every idle word. <laughs> Lord's going to play back some of our conversations one day when we're just going to hang our head in shame. Ain't that the truth? I don't know who keeps stealing my Kleenexes, but... Here's something. You see, man shall not live by bread alone. You got to be taught how to love. You got to be taught how to talk. You got to be taught how to walk now that you're Christians. Amen? Paul said, when I was a child, I... I spoke as a child, I done as a child, but when I become a man, I put away childish things out of my life. Amen? What then? You're not a child no more. You're grown-ups now. And some of you are a child, just like that mama's holding that baby right there. But that baby's going to have to be taught when it's able to understand. But those of us that are able to understand, one day, as we begin to learn things, and one day as we begin to be taught, the Bible says one day, 
we come to the age of accountability. We know the difference between right and wrong. Amen? Does anybody in here don't know the difference between right and wrong? If you don't, raise your hand. I want to help you. Nobody raised their hand. So now that you've come to that point, unless you're a child, because they still don't get it all yet, but one day they will. And it's your responsibility and mine to help them get it and get it right. Not a bunch of lies, not a bunch of overlooking sin and things. Stand up for the truth. The truth shall set you free. See, I was bringing this message out anyway, but I didn't know I was going to bring it out like this. But see, I leave God in control. And there's a lot I want to get to it about homecoming that I probably won't get to today. Amen? But in order for us to have a homecoming, praise God, we got to have one here first. We got to love one another here. And, and we got to have a homecoming here just like we had last week. And we got to come together and we got to share meals together and we do things together. And, and, and like Brother Gary said, Butch, <laughs> he said, I don't want to come because I'm sick and I don't want to give nobody anything. He said, because your church is just like our church. He said, we hug one another. Amen? I said, that's right. And he said, I ain't coming up there if I can't hug you. Amen? Because he loves you. I hug the men and the women. I love you. I hug Michael. How many times have I ever met you that I didn't hug you, Michael? Did you hear that? I don't know of him time either. I always hug Michael. He always hugged me. If he seen me before I seen him, he'd come up and put his arm around me. Amen. Why would you do something like that, Michael? How about that? I like that, Michael. I like to be loved. Don't y'all like to be loved? Praise God. I, that's why I hug you. That's why I brag on you. That's why I want to be with you. It's because I love you and I want to spend time with you. And, I, and if you're not here, I miss you. It's just simple as that. I miss you. Because you're part of my family. And a family that prays together stays together. Michael, I pray for you. Do you pray for me? I believe that. Do you believe me? Amen. I believe that. Do y'all pray for me? Thank you. And I pray for you too. I pray for, to, to you because I love you. I love you, Kendall. I love you, Taylor. Y'all look good together. Amen? Yeah. Barbara, I love you, honey. Amen. And I know that. And Eddie, I love you, buddy. Eddie has to be out on the road a lot. Sometimes he can't come, but we miss you, Eddie when you can't be here. We miss you when you can't be here. Why do we miss you? Because we love you. We care about you. And God put a love in our heart one toward another. A love. 
And I want to spend the rest of my life with you, not just here, but here and there in heaven. Love is of God, and we're taught of God how to love. We have to be taught how to love. Some of us don't understand the true meaning of it, but the preacher, God is speaking through me today because it ain't me. God is speaking through me today to help you to understand the true meaning of love absolutely makes all the difference in your life. It will change every aspect of your life. I don't care who you are. I met a lady. Yesterday evening, me and Sandra, we went down and got us some Chinese food. And I was sitting on, waiting on Sandra. And she walked up to me. She had this little grandbaby, and y'all think some of y'all's was loud. <laughs> me and Sandra just laughed, listened to this little, little, little girl laugh. But anyway, and I told her grandma that. And she said, ain't you much older? And I said, yes, ma'am. She said, I've been to your church. It's been a long time ago. I said, well, I thought you looked familiar. And uh, she said, how are y'all doing? I said, wonderful. God is blessing us tremendously. She says, do y'all have a church for the youth? I said, yeah, you just bring them to church. Like all the rest of them do. We got babies running around everywhere in here. And I said, we got, a, we got classes for them. We do things with them. And she said, I would love to come to church. But you've seen, you've done hurt her. I said, so? She said, I'd like to bring her to church and bring her up in church. I said, ain't that what the Bible teaches you? I said, the door's open, honey. Well, you don't know how loud she is. I said, well, you don't know how loud I am, amen? <laughs> I said, she said, well, I told her, I said, she ain't going to out-holler me. She said, well, I don't know about that. I said, look, you do this. God loves you, I love you, we love you, God loves this child, and we want to see this child brought up in church just like you. And she said, well, I may just come in the morning. I, my, I'm saddened because she's not here, but I hope she sees this program, and I want you to come, amen? I want you to come. And I felt like she'd be here, but she didn't, but something might have come up. I don't know. But look, Listen, when God saved me, I wasn't fit. I wasn't fit to be a Christian. I wasn't fit to be nothing. I was lost and on my way to hell, full of sin and hate and everything else. But God come in and cleaned me up and saved my soul and he built a fire inside of me. I was the underdog. And I felt like the underdog before I got saved. But I'm going to tell you what, since I got saved, I ain't the underdog no more. Amen? Amen. But I'm for the underdog. 
And I try to try to help the people and love the people that other people will, will not accept in, uh, into their homes or into their churches. I try to help others. That's in me. Because that is love. That's the love of God. And that's what He will shed abroad in your heart and in my heart. That's what true love is. You ever had your feelings hurt? Get over it. I have too. You ever been talked about? Get over it. I have too. You ever been run down? Get over it. I have too. I've been spit on, have you? I've been hit for the glory of God, have you? I had to get over it. I was standing over there preaching. as a young minister. Standing up there preaching my heart out. The man got up and said, you're wrong. And I just stopped and looked at him. But I kept right on preaching. About ten minutes later he got up and he said, you're wrong. He's just like you stuck a knife in my chest. But I just kept right on preaching. I didn't know who the man was. But I found out and after the service was over, he left before I could talk to him. But brother, I got a hold of him on the phone and I asked him, I said, if I'm wrong, I want you to tell me where I was wrong. He said, what do you mean, preacher? I said, I heard you say twice you're wrong. He said, preacher, I never said that. I said, well, it must have been the devil because it's what I heard and maybe he didn't say that. Maybe just God let me hear that in order to test me to see if I'd keep on preaching or not. I have words to stand on. I don't have to waver either way. I can stand right here today and preach to you from the love that He put in my heart. Amen? Heart song. He put a song in my heart. He put joy in my life. He put comfort in my soul. My rest is in Him. My truth is in Him. My faith is in Him. It's not in me. I was going down the road the other day praying to God about my wife. I said, Lord, I don't know how many prayers I prayed for her. Now when I first got saved, she wasn't saved. I won't tell this on her again. I used to tell it a lot. But I had to make a choice between her and God. I chose God. Because it really wasn't a choice. Because I didn't want to spend an eternity in hell. Hell's forever, y'all. You don't want to go there. And I said, God, I don't want to lose my life. wife. I love her. Even more now that you saved me. I said, God, I'm not going to worry about it no more. It's driving me crazy. It's driving me insane. So I said, here, Lord. Put her in your hands. Well, she's still here. It wasn't long that God saved her. I reminded God of that prayer going down the road. I said, Lord, I've been praying for her. And I said, I'm going to do just like I'd done then when I was sitting in that chair in that living room. 
I said I can't heal her. I'll do anything I can for her, anything I can, but she's in your hands now. And I'm going to trust you that you're going to do right. And I am, honey, that he's going to take care of you just like he's been a taking care of you. And he'll heal you in his time, not in my time. Amen? And I love him for that. Don't y'all love him that he answers prayer? Do you have any... Does your heart feel any different now than it did two weeks ago? Ain't no comparison, is it? Didn't it feel good to go down and get dunked in that water? Did you shout a little bit when you come out of there? (laughs) Amen. Ain't that good? God is good. And you're just finding that out. But you know one day, son, that great feeling you have, you're going to wake up one day and you say, well, I'm talking to you, Lord, but I don't really feel nothing. Todd's up there shaking his head. That day's a coming and more days like it. That's when you'll be walking He'll be testing your faith because you're not here to serve God on feelings. You're here to serve Him by faith. Faith comes by hearing, hearing by the Word of God. God is love. Don't you ever forget that God loves you, son, and He loves me, and He loves you guys, and you, darling. You sitting in between four men, amen. <laughs> you got a jealous husband sitting over there. <laughs> nah, they, he knows... That they all love her, but they love her the right way. Amen. We try to tie God's hands when we don't obey the Lord. You know? And it does. He can't bless us when we're not doing this he asked us to do. He loves us. He cares about us. Barbara, didn't somebody have to teach you how to love? The Lord did. That's the somebody I'm talking about. Somebody. She said, the Lord. That's the one that taught me. Now, my mom and daddy loved me and brought me up for a while in church. Mama did. But she got out. She failed me and the rest of the family. But that's okay. We forgive her. Me and Sam got her back in church with the help of the Holy Spirit of God, and she stayed there ever since. Amen. My daddy never did go to church until he was 76 year old, Michael. It was on homecoming, and I got to lead him to Jesus. Praise God. I got my cake, icing, and got to eat it all at the same time. Amen. Then my daughter got saved on homecoming. Just keeps making homecoming more special. This is homecoming to me. You are homecoming to me. Every one of you. Every single one of you are. Them two pretty girls sitting right over in that corner in the very back. Y'all are homecoming to me. Darling, you are homecoming. Sure, you and Matt are homecoming. TJ, I love you. Sam, I love you. Darling, Helena. I love you, honey, so much. And I'm glad 
that that love lives in me that I can express it today. Summer, I love you, darling. <laughs> I love you. I love you. I love all you girls. I love all you boys. Amen. I love you because it's God's love. And it ain't ungodly. It is God's love. God's love is a godly love. And it'll hide a multitude of sins. Lord, I should know it. Don't nothing ever come out the way that I think it's going to because, you know, God's ways are so much higher than our ways. I just don't understand him. But he makes a way, don't he? Have you learned anything today? I want you to raise your hand if you have. Praise God. Somebody been listening, ain't they? I know God has. And I thank you that you have. Because the message is for you and it's for me. I've learned a lot today. I've grown a lot closer to the Lord today. I guess the Lord, I don't even want to see you. I've just... Sometimes you think it ain't going to let up. And you think it's getting too heavy. That the load's more than you can bear. But I mean what God says. Tommy, how many years have you been battling with this sugar and them knees? A long time. They've already had to amputate what? Three toes. Three toes. But you're still here, aren't you? You still walk, can't you? Yep. Praise God. Did you? You never give up, did you? No, because we got everything to go forward for. Listen. And here's the sum, I reckon. And that you study to be quiet and do your own business and to work with your own hands as we commanded you that you walk honestly toward them that are without and that you have lack of nothing. The Lord don't want you to lack anything. He wants you to have everything you need. He wants you to have all the love you need, all the time you need to worship and to serve him because our worshiping and our serving God is just just beginning here but it'll never end and you know what Caleb we won't get tired when we get tired and we won't get tired of worshiping God when we get tired or helping someone when we get tired because we ain't going to be sick no more we ain't going to be tired no more we ain't going to have to lay down and go to sleep no more because we ain't had no rest. Let me read a little something down here in the Bible. It says, Christian living is more than simply loving other Christians. There's more to it than that. We must be responsible in all areas of life. Some of the Thessalonian Christians had adopted lives of idleness depending on others' handouts. 
So Paul told the Thessalonians to work hard and live quiet lives. You can't be effective in sharing your faith with others if they don't respect you. Amen? Whatever you do, do it faithfully. Work hard and be a positive influence in all your community. We're here to help one another. We hold one another up. And when you're going through a hard time, we'll go through that hard time with you. And when you're on that mountain, we'll, we'll be up there with you. But when you're in that valley, we're still here. We still love you. We want to help you through that valley. I think about your sister. She was in a deep valley not a real long time ago. But the prayers of all of you kept her get back up on that mountaintop. That's what it's all about. So pray for one another. Hold one another up in prayer. God is love. We can't make nothing no different out of it. He is just simply love. And we're taught of God to love one another. So, you know, we pick and carry on. And sometimes we even growl, but just pray for them. Pray for me if I'm growling. <laughs> Tammy, pray for me, honey, if I'm growling. Amen. Sometimes people say, I don't like to talk to him on the phone. He's hateful. Well, I didn't know I was hateful, and I never meant to be hateful, but some people sound, I say I sound hateful, but I don't mean to. I guess God just gave me this voice to where it'd be loud enough you could hear me. Amen. I don't know. But God loves you and I. And we love one another, right? Amen. Amen. That's good to hear. Let us stand. Kendall's coming back. You have a need to come to this altar. Pray for Brother Ronnie tonight. I'm proud of Ronnie. I'm proud of where Ronnie come from to where he's at today. God brought him from a long, hard road and lifted him up. And he's living for the Lord. So y'all welcome him. And pray for him tonight when he comes. Because he loves you. He loves this church. And he loves God. Just mind the Lord if you have a need to come to the altar. Or somebody's laid it on your heart to get somebody by the hand and come to the altar. Do that. Just be mindful to the Holy Spirit of God. Would you mind the Lord today? And I don't know your heart. I don't know your life. I hope and pray everybody in here is saved. But it's a possibility you may not be. But if you need me to pray with you, me or Marty or anyone, or Scotty, we can pray with you. I can't save you, but I can lead you to the one that saved me. And if he saved me, he surely can save you. He loves his children. Lord, I thank you for every family you sent to this altar today. For every person that walked through the doors of this church. Why did he go thank you for the love you placed in every one of us hearts. Why was his life's blood shed for me? She's sort of wondering right now what's going on in this world. 
figure it out. But her mama's got her here today. These little children. I'm glad you got your children in church. If you're watching this program, you need to have your children in church. Bring them up in the right way and they get older. The Lord says they won't depart from them. That's the promise of God, just like me and Tommy said. We both made it to 70 now. God promised us 70 years if we do right. We could add to it or take away. Lord Jesus, we thank you for loving us. We thank you for Kendall that's singing this song, Lord, and what she means to us here at church. Lord, every person in this church is special to you, and they're special to me. Whether they've just started coming or, or just been here for a long time or a little time, it don't make no difference, Lord, because I love them, and we need them. God, we need all the help we can get to get your word out and to share your love into a dying and sinful world. So thank you for this day and for the fellowship you've given us. And we love you and we thank you for all you've done. Now, Father, we pray for those that watch our program. It could be someone here or there that's lost today. May they, Lord, turn to thee. Why the day is the day for the not promised to none of us. Lord, it's all in your hands. We're going to trust you, just like I said with my wife, my family, my church. It's all in your hands, Lord. I entrust it all to you, my business, everything you've given me. It don't belong to me, no, Lord. You just let me use it. It all belongs to you. Thank you for your blessing and your love you bestowed upon us, and we give you. Thank you for the privilege you've given us to share it today, Lord. It's always a blessing in Jesus' name. Amen. Does anybody have anything on their heart they'd like to share? It's a good time to do it. Well, that's good, darling. Amen. Kimberly says she'd come up to pray, and all that could come out was just thank you, thank you. Hey, sometimes that's all you need to say. Ain't about making long prayers and fancy speeches. It's just let it come from your heart. No matter how long or how short it is, just let it come from the heart. Anybody else? Amen. Praise the Lord. I was hoping you'd give them a fire warning. <laughs> they got a week to prepare for us. Amen. Amen. Now, we enjoy the opportunity to go. Back you up, Kendall, in the choir. Anybody else? Made all the difference, ain't honey? I love my church too. We couldn't do none of this without them, could we? 
Then we go into our, our brethren churches and they tell us how they've been praying for us. Ain't that encouraging? Amen. Amen. Gary said, tell all of you he loved you. And he will be seeing you soon, but pray for him right now. Anybody else? Well, look like you're all ready to leave. Be careful when you leave here. Ask, don't say goodbye. We'll see you after a while. Amen? God bless you, and you may be dismissed.